0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Stuff on Letterman Row. This is a different uh, format, a little different occasion. As I hinted at on, on YouTube a few days ago, there's going to be some changes to the formatting of Talking Stuff, the Ohio State recruiting podcast that we do, and uh, it's not always going to be like this, but today Spencer Holbrook, uh, one of our, our, our main men here with Letterman Row, is joining and, and Spencer's going to kind of serve as co-host, alternate voice, um, uh, the guy that will sometimes stop me from talking, which is necessary because otherwise I'm obviously uh, prone to rambling. So welcome to this episode on YouTube, iTunes, however you're listening, watching, whatever. So, I'm not,
0: I'm not going to be your crutch, but sometimes I might have to, hey, Berm, let's it back a little bit. If <laughs> the
1: crutch is used to hit somebody with, to tell them to stop talking, then in that sense, you may be the crutch. You are the beating crutch. Um, today, we're at the Letterman Row office uh, in Columbus. It's not always going to be that way, but we're here talking. Let's talk, Spencer. The, the first thing that everyone has been talking about as far as Ohio State recruiting for the last year is the quarterback situation. Uh, Letterman Rowe on Monday, it was Monday, right, broke the, the news that Jack Miller was, again, confirming he was totally set, locked in at Ohio State. I mentioned that on the Sunday night edition of Talking Stuff, uh, that that's what I had been hearing, but it was good to just get the confirmation from Jack himself. And you uh, are not someone who's spoken to the Millers or, or or Jack or anybody on the Ohio State side of it, but what is what is your take? I guess on this quarterback recruiting, um, and as far as what Ohio State should do, what what do you think they want to do?
0: Well, Jack Miller's become kind of the punching bag of Ohio State recruiting jokes, right? He everybody he is. everybody wants to make fun of Jack Miller. A lot of people
1: are thinking he's like the six foot four Tate Martell.
0: Yeah, because he sat out a couple of games and, and with a bad offensive line, and he's been kind of so so on, you know. We, we want to hear answers. We want this. We want that. And the bottom line is he's a really good quarterback. And I, I've been impressed with what Jack Miller has shown in film for you know, a couple of years now. And, and I think people just kind of lose sight of how good Jack Miller is at throwing the football. And like you said, his footwork in the pocket is some of the best in the country right now yeah. for this 2020 class. So the people who, you know, want him to decommit to get CJ Stroud because it's the, he's the new shiny object. Well, Jack Miller is not going anywhere. And that, that's what Jack said on Monday when when we talked. And
1: I think what I find interesting is that people just want drama. Like I think there's there's this love of theatrics, right? But then but then the complaint is there's too much theatrics. But when Jack Miller has had a pinned tweet on his Twitter for a year, right? It says 100% committed, and and he posted that hashtag tweet, Go Bucks. Hashtag it. Go Bucks. He posted that tweet. The day that Urban Meyer retired. Okay. It's never come down. On Monday, Jack tweeted enough with the questions. I'm, I'm solid or whatever. Right. And then he deleted that tweet, apparently for some reason. I don't know. And then we had our story with him that went online at roughly the same time. And yet there's questions. Why did he delete a tweet? Who cares if he deleted the
0: tweet? Everybody wants the drama during the recruiting, and then once the guys get to Ohio State, why is this guy so full of drama? What's wrong <laughs> it, with yeah, him?
1: It's really weird to well, me. That, if, you,
0: if you want drama in the recruiting cycle, the drama is going to follow them to Ohio yeah. State. If they don't have drama in the recruiting cycle, that's a good thing.
1: The reason you follow recruiting is because it allows you to have football-related drama all year round, right? I mean, as a kid who, who you're new to the to the big bad world of sports media, right? You're just out of college. But you followed recruiting for a couple of years, but you do it so that you can have an idea of what's coming. But it's also a matter and a way to stay dialed into your f- team that you're interested in or 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 the conference that you cover all year round you, so you know what's coming. But you're right. When people say, oh, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? But then they say, oh, now he's not saying anything. Like if he tweets it, he he's damned. If he deletes it, he's damned. And either way, the reality is Jack is not going anywhere. As you said, he's committed to Ohio State. He's sticking with the Buckeyes. He is one part of what Ohio State still hopes to be a two-man 2020 quarterback class. Jack's reaffirmation is in no way related to C.J. Stroud's recruitment at this point. So that's that, right? Like, there's Miller, and then there's going to be another quarterback. The guy they want, as we've talked about on this show over and over, is C.J. Stroud. Letterman Rowe is heading out to California this week, actually, uh, to talk to CJ and and a few other players out on the West Coast. So hopefully we'll have a little bit more insight into what his line of thinking is. But the re- the truth is that Jack Miller and CJ Stroud are now separate.
0: Yeah, they, you you don't have to. They can be mutually exclusive, and then end up in the yeah. same quarterback room and be together.
1: I don't. Yeah, you don't have to pick a side. You don't have to be team Jack or team CJ. <laughs> team, team CJ at this point. Yeah. yeah,
0: but that, that's what everybody wants is to pick sides and say, oh, if CJ commits, then Jack's gone. Well, that's just not true. Ohio State has to have two quarterbacks in this class. I guess you don't have to because you can They go have to, the to get another portal.
1: quarterback at some point, right, before next spring. You so. could
0: go to the transfer portal, but if you look at the transfer market, it might be pretty bare this year compared to last year. There's not a Justin Fields yeah. waiting out there in the portal, uh, nor will there be and so you know you've written about multiple quarterbacks that could be on their radar and you even wrote about a quarterback who a day later committed somewhere right. else and so you know you swing and you miss ohio State swung and miss in running back recruiting they're swinging and missing in other recruiting areas and, and quarterback might just be another one where if yeah. they get one guy i don't think they're gonna panic
1: all recruiting is essentially playing the futures market right like you don't know what's going to happen the but you do know, at least, by recruiting high school students as opposed to potential transfers in the portal who you don't even have any idea who's going to end up in there, at least with a high school kid, you know who he is. Yeah. Like right now, they know who's there. So You can develop a relationship with Right. Like you can't do that with a kid who's going to end up in the transfer portal because you don't have any idea who's going to be there. We're going to walk away from the quarterbacks right now. That's the situation. Not you changing. know we'll
0: talk about it again We're going to
1: talk about it. I'm sure we'll talk about it on, on Sunday. We're going to move on to the running backs. As you said, there has been some swinging and missing at the running back position for Ohio State this year. I think what's really interesting is to see the way the Ohio State coaching staff has approached those misses when they've been asked about it in press conferences. About what was it? A month ago, Tony Alford was asked about it and said, "Oh, we don't even know if we're going to take a running back." He
0: almost laughed it off.
1: "We don't know. We have all these up op- we have all these guys and that's true." J.K. Dobbins is a junior, so conceivably he could return for a senior year, though he won't. Then you have Master Teague, who's a redshirt freshman, Marcus Crowley, who's a true freshman, Steel Chambers, who's a true freshman. The need at running back isn't quite as great as I think we wanted to uh, think it was going to be in the summer, and that's because all those commodities other than J.K. Dobbins were unproven. But now you have an opportunity— to reassess and say, hey, maybe we don't need to go out and recruit two cor- or two running backs, right?
0: Well, I think they were going to recruit two running backs because they were allowed to get two great running backs. Well, that's true. They were planning on having either Kendall Milton or Bijan Robinson and also Jalen Knighton, and you're not going to pass up on any of those guys. Once you miss on those guys, it becomes a, okay, let's reevaluate. Do we actually need that? When we can take six or seven offensive linemen, when we can take six defensive backs, do we really need two running backs? Right.
1: Or when you realize all of a sudden, crap, we need a second quarterback. Yeah. The
0: answer is no at the running back position because you have a little bit of depth still there, even if you lose J.K. Dobbins. Right. And so Ohio State's going to get a running back.
1: Right. And and as I said a month ago, Tony Alford and Ryan Day both kind of brushed off the notion that they had to get one in this class, right? On Monday, not Monday, Tuesday – I get my. I, I am terrible at learning the days of the week. I, I'm going to get there eventually. But
0: There's a song about it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not real good with music either. Um, there is a moment in Tuesday's press conference with Ryan Day when he's asked about the running back recruiting, and he pretty plainly sp- sp- spills out, "This is why running backs should come to Ohio State."
0: He gave a a pitch. I thought I was in like a uh, campaign rally.
1: Right. So let here's the pitch from Ryan Day. Right. Let's listen to it. I think we will. I think we'll be fine there. You know, um, you know, JK's having one heck of a year, and I think uh, if you're a running back throughout the country in the United States, and you're seeing the, the history of running backs at Ohio State and what we're doing this year and what we've done in the past, um, I think you'd be foolish not to give Ohio State a hard look. And uh, you know, we're we're really uh, confident with some of the guys we're recruiting right now. And there's a long way to December and then February, so uh, we feel strong. We also feel really good about the guys we have uh, in the room right now, and.
0: Um, I think it's all going to work out.
1: So there's Ryan Day's pitch to running backs, right? Yeah. And you know he's telling the truth.
0: Yeah, he kind of laid it out there. They've had success in the past. Historically, running backs thrive at Ohio State. Right now, running backs are thriving at Ohio State at a rate that is pretty incredible. And yet they're still having a little bit of trouble landing one you know, a big time back. If you're a five-star kid, you hear that and you say, oh, man. These guys actually do want me. It's not just something they're saying. Like, they need a, not that they need a running back, but, right. you know, that pitch was pretty strong. I thought it was a big, a big statement from Ryan Day.
1: So, here's all the things you have to consider. Number one, maybe there just aren't that many Ohio State caliber running backs out there in this 2020 recruiting class. Yes, there's guys out there like Zachary Evans, who's the number one ranked running back in the country. He's still uncommitted, but he's not coming to Ohio State. There is no relationship between him and the Buckeyes. Kendall Milton had a good chance of going to go into Ohio State, Pick Georgia. Bijan Robinson is a player that obviously everyone in in America wanted as a five-star running back from Arizona who Ohio State had received a privately uh, issued and silent commitment from in June. He decided to sign or commit to Texas. Now, there's all these rumors around Bijan Robinson's recruitment because Texas insiders and message board heroes can't seem to get a read or a confirmation on his commitment. So People are like, "Oh my gosh, Bijan is 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 wavering." Oh, that must mean Ohio State. It doesn't.
0: If he's wavering, it's not to Ohio State no. either. I mean, I, I know it's kind of I'm kind of springboarding for you to talk about this, but from what you've written and what I've uh, learned from talking conversations with you, it's not going to be Ohio State, whether he decommits from Texas or decommits from a second school. It's not going to be Ohio State. Yeah,
1: when when all the rumors started about Bijan Robinson this uh, past June, right before his decision was made in, in July. It was, his family wants him to stay closer to home. Ohio State hasn't gotten closer to Arizona.
0: And it's not going to. I mean, and it's not going a to. a news flash.
1: So, it's actually been USC that's been hearing from John Robbins. Closer than Ohio State. Significantly. <clears throat> Plus, his grandfather is a big-time, a West Coast guy. Was a former Pac-12 official. Loves Reggie Bush. I have a thing in my throat. I need some water. Um... It's a situation where Ohio State did everything they could, everything they could to to land Bajan Robinson and simply could not make that work because parents want to be within a one plane ride to see him play. So for Bajan, it's not about development. It's not about the NFL. It's not about stats. Apparently, it's about. Proximity to home.
0: You can't really argue with that either. No,
1: and that's the thing. Kids want to do what they want to do. Families want to do what they want to do. Anyway, the reality is, at running back for Ohio State, if there's a chance of something happening with a player who's currently committed right now, brought to you by Coke Zero, if there's a, a player committed somewhere right now that's going to end up flipping to Ohio State, it's not going to be with John Robinson. So, two guys that come to mind, right? We've written about him. We've talked about him. Jameer Gibbs in Atlanta
0: and Mayan Williams, Mayan Williams from Winton Woods.
1: I'm going to open this can of Coke because I have a frog in my throat for some reason.
0: So, Mayan Williams <clears throat> is an interesting one to me because from what I've been hearing from various Ohio State fans and, and other sites, is he's committed to Ohio to Iowa State. Is he really an Ohio State caliber running back? And the answer that I have is, guys get late offers all the time that are committed to Mac schools. Yeah. You know, I went to a Mac school. Guys would get offers from Big Ten schools after they were committed to a Mac school and leave. Because once college programs realize that they're good, they'll still offer them even if they're committed to a lesser program. Yeah.
1: And this is something I've I've written over the years for anybody who's followed me. Ohio State does not give out pity scholarship offers. Okay. If if they don't think a player is good enough to play in Columbus, they are not going to offer them. It does not matter if they need a running back or not. They are not going to take a player that they don't feel confident can contribute at Ohio State.
0: And especially an in-state kid.
1: Especially an in-state kid because you can't back away from them. You can't say, oh, well, this offer is contingent on this, that, or the other thing. These are kids who they know if they offer you you need to be able to say yes to the offer.
0: Yeah, because these in-state kids, that you know, Ryan Day is trying to put a fence around the state of Ohio, more so than Urban Meyer did. And if you offer a kid and then back away from that offer, well, you've ruined that relationship with that school. And I
1: mean, it's not just that school. I mean, mine Williams, mine Williams is extremely close to Paris Johnson and a handful of other players in the Cincinnati area. You don't just say, oh, we want you. But just kidding, we don't. Yeah. So uh, right now, if you're talking running back, Again, same guys we've talked about. It's Jameer Gibbs down in Georgia, committed to Georgia Tech, and now Mayan Williams, who is going to visit Ohio State for the Penn State game. Jameer Gibbs will visit for the Maryland game. We'll talk about that next week. Final thing tonight uh, on this episode of Talking Stuff, the Letterman Row Ohio State Recruiting Podcast, 2021 wide receiver. Buckeyes have one committed already. That's Jaden Ballard. But Troy Stilato, one of the top targets in the class, on Tuesday – put a little uh, teaser on his Snapchat, that's right, I'm trendy, I'm hip, I'm with it, (laughs) and uh, said that a commitment was coming sooner rather than later with the eyes, right? The googly eyes.
0: So sooner could mean today, later could mean uh, the Army All-America game, and you're looking at anywhere between now and...
1: Yeah. I I think that what he's saying, I mean, I think he's saying sooner, right? So... Here's the deal with Stilato. He visited Ohio State. He's been to Columbus three times since April, came in for the Ohio State spring game, came back and camped in June, came back to visit uh, for the Ohio State Michigan State game. He's a three star receiver. His offer list is ridiculous. His rating is garbage, essentially.
0: I think more so than any other athlete that we've seen, any other recruit that we've seen. Do not let the three stars scare you. Yeah,
1: this this, it is an offer list that will significantly change his rating. Uh, when when the season is over and and these networks go through and, and update their stuff. But he visited Alabama this season. He's visited Ohio State this season. He is expected to visit Clemson. That visit is expected to happen in the middle of November. Sooner rather than later, does that mean he waits until Clemson? Maybe. Does he still go take that trip? I don't know.
0: Well, and to, what that signals to me is if he's already made his mind up and says, I have it one sooner rather than later. Ding, ding, that ding. That Clemson visit means nothing. Ding, ding, ding. If exactly. it even happens. So this is one of those uh, moments
1: in recruiting where there are always lessons, right? We I write about it all the time. Comfort in relationships. What people do, not what they say. Those are the things that matter, right? In this case, what he's saying is saying a lot about what he's doing. Because to me, as Spencer just said, if he's saying commitment's coming sooner or later, that means you can feel fairly confident his mind's already made up. I, I know that as of uh, Tuesday afternoon when Ohio State saw that message, that uh, googly-eyed thing on Snapchat, and of course, believe me, Buckeyes coaches see those things, uh, there was not any sort of definitive knowledge that Ohio State was like, oh, we know what he's doing, but if you read the tea leaves, three visits, the relationship he has with Brian Hartline and Keenan Bailey, the, uh, the, just the overall feel that he has had at Ohio State. I think you can read that as a pretty positive for the Buckeyes when it comes to 2021 wide receiver. Does that mean he's the only one? Who knows? I mean, things have obviously stayed very uh, fluid with Marvin Harrison, Ameka Abuka, Bo Collins. Brian Hartline's efforts as a recruiter have been uh, well-documented, and he is continuing to just flat-out knock it out of the park.
0: Yeah, and Mecca Ibuka visited for the, the Wisconsin game. Bo Collins was on campus for the Michigan State game. And all of these guys, one thing we definitely need to remind people to remember is these guys are juniors, meaning they're doing this all on their own. God.
1: Yeah, and these guys are all juniors, which means anything can happen for the next year plus. So. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for what that means from Stellato. We don't entirely know, but again, we're going to find out sooner rather than later, apparently. So, um, who knows? Maybe more good news is coming for Ohio state, uh, in the near future that people may want to pay attention to. (laughs)
0: You can't do that.
1: Right. Is that not it? Is that, is this not it? (laughs) No. Anyway, uh. For Spencer Holbrook, I am Jeremy Birmingham. That has been this edition of Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast, brought to you by Letterman Rowe, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, like, review. What else? Rate. Rate. What else? All of it. All those things. Do it. And make sure you mention how glad you are to see Spencer on this uh, updated format. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.